this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, After Buzzers, we're back with the Black Mirror After Show. We're talking comas, dolls, and Nine Inch Nails if they were pop music. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, every time I still expect some type of dark, moody song from when we used to play our own music. <laughs> Anyways, hey guys, welcome to the Black Mirror After Show on After Buzz TV. We're talking season five, episode three, Rachel, Jack, and Ashley two. I'm Adrian Snow, This, but beside me right here is the lovely, as always, Erica Edwards. What's up, tiny people? Hey. And then to the left of her, we're looking at the wonderful Angelica Trey. Yes, that's me. Hello. And then just to the left of her, say hello everyone to Paris Rose. Hello guys. I bet who's by any other names. <laughs> Shakespeare would say. Anyways. Thank you. You know, Shakespeare didn't actually have a British accent like that. Fun fact. You should Um, try to replicate it right now. He sounded like this. (laughs) They sounded like us, apparently. Sounded like Americans. Okay, wow. All right. Mind blown. Anyways, so... As always, we're going to have a special segment. We'll have our top three. We're going to give you some nice little fun facts about Nine Inch Nails. If you're, if you're young and you don't know who that is, oh my God, you just broke my heart. But Trent Reznor is as close to a, a, a musical god as there can be if, if you're a Nine Inch Nails fan or you just hate him, you know, one or the other. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's just go right into it. So first thoughts on the episode. Um, so my initial thoughts, uh, you know, definitely had some vibes where it felt like a you know, teenage girl action movie. However, mm-hmm. they did tie in certain concepts, you know, that we might have seen before and, you know, we'll delve into a little bit further, mm-hmm. such as dealing with consciousness, replicating that. But it, it was a long episode and just kind of went on the ride for it. But it definitely felt like a very short movie, almost. Mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised because I was ready to not like this episode. I did hear already that this episode didn't get, wasn't well received Mm -hmm. and so I was like, oh, it's because Miley probably sucks. Even though I like Miley as a singer, I thought maybe she was a bad actress, so I was ready to hate on it, but I actually liked the concept I liked the story, I liked the acting I, I, it was actually one of my favorites Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun Um, you know, I loved the little Ashley 2 robot, and um, yeah, it was cute, it was very cute You know, like way better than Lifetime type things. So I loved it. <laughs> oh, the shade. Way better than Lifetime. Way the better, Lifetime. Way better. I will say, you've gotten much better in the past 30 years than you were when I was a kid. That Woody Allen story, I mean, that was, I mean, it was very truthful, but still, it was pretty, pretty rough. Anyways, 
if you don't remember that, there was a Woody Allen Lifetime movie. Um, so I overall really enjoyed this episode. It was one of my favorites of the season, which I was not expecting either because I wasn't really expecting to to enjoy Miley Cyrus. I'm sorry, girl. I don't know. I mean, you know, we're different generations, kind of, not really, but far enough away from each other where we don't interact, probably. Um so it, it it was nice to see that oh she actually is bringing something to this and and even the the actresses who played the teens who played Rachel and Jack were really fun to uh, in, encounter and the guy who played the dad was hilarious and yeah w- kind of like what are you doing here it was kind of like what are you doing here until we get to the point where you where they actually reveal the brain I'm like yeah. oh okay that's what he's doing here but. I, I liked it. I don't really get why it was so hated. I think maybe we're kind of in a culture right now of hating teenagers and teen stories, which is unfortunate. But I, I remember what it was like being a teen and like moving to a new city and having no friends, and it's tough. And yeah, you know. And they lost their mother, so they lost a their bit mother. Of that tragedy, sort of trauma there as well. Yeah. I get where the bad reviews are coming from, though. Uh, they said it kind of lost its, like, horror and the darkness that Black Mirror normally is. And I felt that, yes, the what was happening was dark. Or, or, yeah, dark. But it wasn't portrayed in such a twisted way like it normally is. I, I don't... I feel like it was lightly inter- introduced to us. It was pretty dark. You think yeah. so? I, mean, I think what was happening was dark, but I was, like, smiling along with it. Yeah, I, I liked that she was saved at the end, so that yeah. might have been unusual, but... Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, they're just gonna like suck the life out of her, and then <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was that it, was kind of. Yeah, I mean, I this is her aunt. Like, this is a blood relative that decided to put her into a coma, take over her life, and create a hologram. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Version of her. It's like... Okay, respect to Tupac. But it's like if Tupac's mom was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to take his brainwaves and, and just, well, no shade to tell, left to F and now I feel awkward about this. But because it's just kind of like, when you, when when they did the hologram Tupac, what was that? Was that Coachella? Coachella. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if that was his mom that was behind that? Mm. Like, come on. That's insane and, and, and dark and scary and... Tupac hologram, or hologram Tupac was also dark and scary. Well, I agree yeah. it was dark, but I also I, I see Paris's point. You know, the way that it was portrayed was very lighthearted, right? We have Miley, or we have um, you know, Ashley O, mm-hmm. played by Miley, who I think while she did a good job with it, the little robot was mm-hmm. sort of brought a lot of levity to yeah. it, and it was like dropping F-bombs at some point, and it was almost comedic, and of yeah. course you know, we're trying to tell this through the lens of two teenage girls as well, or specifically one teenage girl, and she's just very innocent. So they did do these dark concepts, but they almost did it in such a lighthearted tone almost. Yeah, yeah. That I, I found myself thinking, this is probably the type of thing I would have loved when I was a little girl, yeah. instead of all of the, you know, because I, I was very much into sci-fi early on. Mm-hmm. I, I would have probably loved that. Been like, this isn't too dark for me because they wrap it in such a nice, light little package. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah. Oh. 
Go ahead. No, go ahead. I also didn't appreciate the uh, airheaded bodyguard or security who was like, oh, yeah, sure, come in with the, you, you teens and for a mouse that we know is not here. He didn't confirm with anyone. It was very, like, Matilda-like. He has like, a name, okay? Bear? Bear, sorry. Bear. Yeah. Bear was a very, like, teen movie, like, we're going to do some bad stuff. And mm-hmm. the security guard is not going to ask any questions. And he's going to be so oblivious to anything going on. And, mm-hmm. and she's like, wait, don't do this. You know, like, uh, I need help over here. And he's like, okay yeah go wander around this mansion even though ashley O is up there i just thought this was such a teen movie type of how they got in so easily i mean they did the same thing though with um uh sneaky pete this season yeah he easily got into a mansion and there was no reason why it should have happened yeah so i i'll give them that kind of leeway of like well you know whatever she had enough information for it to sound semi-realistic and there is a truth to the fact that we don't question the people who who were there to come in and do a service to our house. Especially like, if you have that car, okay? That yeah. that van was legitimate looking, okay? That it, van was some dumb and dumber. It looked like <laughs> I couldn't... Was. Who was actually driving around with a van like that? Yeah. In case you guys, um, for some reason, didn't, didn't look at this van, it had, like, mouse ears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And fur on the... Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. I liked it. It was cute, but that's probably... I just see that's not as dark as, normal, as it normally is, so... It yeah. was a little bit more cheeky and lighthearted because yeah. I think it is kind of like a, a teen episode and we do know that Netflix is trying to appeal to a teen demographic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've seen all those movies pop up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing there but Ooh, if you give I'm me loud. one more adult episode of something or a movie, I'd appreciate that. Don't take away Marvel and give me a bunch of teen shows. Um, anyways, that's my own tangent. Uh, <laughs> so we open, though. But what we do open with is that, that sister dynamic between Rachel and Jack. That Jack is kind of dealing with the death of their mother in a very different way from Rachel, whereas Rachel is is withdrawn and, and not popular. Jack is, is also withdrawn, but going into her music. Right. So I don't have a sister. I don't quite... You know, get sister dynamics, really? But it, is that what it's like? Y'all have sisters? I don't know. <laughs> I have four sisters. Mm. Wow. Yeah, big, big family, and I also have brothers, too. So mm-hmm. let's, just, wow. let's just start piling them on there. But definitely, I mean, being the youngest, you know, I had a different dynamic. But, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you pick on each other and, you know, try to... There is that sense of camaraderie when it matters most, but every other time it's going to be, you know, snarky comments. Yeah. And especially when you're in the same bedroom, things might get a little, yeah. you know, cold shouldery, especially after their mom, their mother had passed away, you know, and they go a bit in different directions. Oh. Uh, <laughs> was that the sound effect for a mother passing away? Yes, oh. That, that was. It was very sad and heartbreaking. And we see these two girls sort of go in different directions. One's, mm-hmm. you know, trying to remember mom or commemorate her through music, through this kind of indie punk music. Mm-hmm. And then we're seeing the other girl just wanting to reach out and wanting to be with somebody and connect with somebody, mm-hmm. but just feeling isolated. And I think anyone that was, you know, a teenager can relate to this sort of feeling mm-hmm. in both of those girls. So that was oh, yeah. kind of a nice aspect. I, I was definitely... Uh kind of felt old when she started being like you know it's like Sonic Youth and the Pixies like you know probably don't know anything about that I was like oh my god <laughs> no these are and she called classics she called it vintage and I was like no yeah <laughs> I think they might actually be under the realm of classic 
Yeah. Rock? Yeah. I, okay. I heard Linkin Park on the Classic Rock Station, like, maybe a year ago, and my heart broke. Like, new Linkin Park or old Linkin Park? No, old Linkin Park. Like, okay. like That's uh, still not classic. I, I mean, whoa. Uh, first album, Linkin Park. And I was like, I, I I bought that CD, and I, my friends and I listened to it, yeah. and crawling in. It's, it's <laughs> such a weird feeling. No. It's, it's such a yeah. weird feeling when all of a sudden enough time passes, and you're yeah. like, oh, this is You classic. hear Britney Spears old, in the grocery store, yeah. and you're like, is this Hit Me Baby one more time in the yeah. grocery store? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyways. But good music. Warning my Regardless, age. Pixies, good job. Yeah, good. Nine Inch Nails, great. Good. You know, Sonic Youth. Speaking Sonic of Nine Inch Nails, before we move on to talking a little bit more about Ashley O, uh, the, I, I kind of wasn't picking up on it at first, but there is that inclusion of basically Nine Inch Nails songs yeah. as poppy covers. So that was, I don't know, I know, Angelica, you're a big uh, Nine Inch Nails fan, I, if you want to. I mean, I've seen them twice now for mm-hmm. someone. I don't go to concerts too much anymore, but I, I think they were the second to last concert I've been mm-hmm. to. And yeah, definitely was a big fan. Even mm-hmm. as like a little girl, I remember hearing had like a whole mm-hmm. one time just sitting in the back seat, and I think I was about to probably enter into that very angsty phase of my life. Mm-hmm. And it hit me so hard. Hit me like a wrecking ball. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Thank you. So what we what we hear right mm-hmm. in this is we hear Miley playing Ashley O's character, this pop idol, and she's playing to the melody of Head Like a Hole, mm-hmm. and that's what we see. And I think the song, what is it titled? Oh. I hope it's not. It is can, it? I'm. It was. Uh, I remember something. It, it kind of naughty, but it said something. Well, because the so the subtitles said something else. It's but very. But it sounded like she was saying. Yeah, I'm a hoe. Yeah, I That's think it's I'm like a hoe. Yeah, I'm like a hoe. But okay, thank it, you. It, but when you read the subtitles, it's like, uh, yeah, uh, like it's like I, she's like I'm. Oh yeah, or something. She's saying something else, right? I didn't want to. But it sounds it. like she's saying I'm like exactly. A hoe. I was like, I hope I didn't remember this wrong, but I think it's titled I'm like a hoe. But it's a, it has positive, um, positive empowerment message, right? Like all of our pop yeah. stars nowadays, it's either about love or empowerment. It's, it's a head like a hole. In the, but, but in the in episode, the episode, it's a different. We're all in the episode, <laughs> pulling out our phones and quickly yeah. and figuring it out. Yeah, so it's a play off of this song, and then mm-hmm. they also do kind of a, a bit of a wink towards the center of this episode, towards the song, um, right where it belongs. So. Mm. Yeah. Did were you able to pick up on it while watching? Yes, absolutely. you were. It was it was like not verbatim, yeah. obviously, but it, melody wise, it was very straightforward. Well, when she kept saying "You're going to get what you deserve" in both versions, because yeah. that's an, a straight line from Head Like a Hole, and so when I kept when she kept saying that, I was like, I know that song. It sounds exactly <laughs> like it. Like, yeah, this is driving me crazy. I was like, I think it's Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> I gotta go yeah. back now. It's exactly, if you want, you can, you know, on my Twitter, I, I legitimately posted, like, hey, here are the songs that are in this oh, episode. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I screenshotted it for people because I just want to get people into industrial yeah. metal and yes. rock because why not? Trent is amazing and people should listen to Nine Inch Nails because also I recently learned because I'm just dumb that Reznor is Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. So, like, there yeah. is no, like, he brings people to support him when he plays live, but mm-hmm. that is it. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh my God, you're And he's got an amazing journey through, you know, addiction and mm-hmm. things like that. So, he's definitely a, um, an interesting artist to follow. Yeah. 
Those are a little like. Uh, Sorry about that. Music corner. Spontaneous, <laughs> spontaneous news bit. To uh, music corner. Yeah, but <laughs> as grateful as we are for our love for Nine Inch Nails on this panel, and we are for Trent Reznor and his gloriousness, we're also grateful to you guys and for tuning in every every day for this one or every week for our, our regularly scheduled viewing. Uh, and we just want to say thank you so much. Do you have anything else to add? To I that, do <laughs> have something to add. So thank you guys so much for the support and helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. We really appreciate that. So if you're on YouTube right now, which I see some of you guys are, make sure you hit that thumbs up and subscribe. And also, hey, if you're on <laughs> iTunes, you should do the five stars. Help us out. And uh, no matter where you are, leave a comment because we love hearing what you guys think. So thank you guys so much and uh, continue enjoying our After Buzz content. <laughs> yes, you guys. Thank you so much. I'm still trying to look up the name of that song. That's why <laughs> when you cut back to me, and I'm just like, I'm pretty sure it's I'm Like a Ho. I don't know. I, I could it? be exaggerating this, but That's I think so I read crazy. it somewhere. Let's see. Yeah, that is crazy. Uh, she, okay, so Hurt got reworked into Flirt. That, that's one. I got one. I got one. Um, flirt. Yeah. And then I don't know the rest. You know what? If you're watching this, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I'm sure you can also look it up when you watch the episode again. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> tell us in chat. Somebody I'm also reading us. chat right now. Yes. Let us know. Because we can't remember. Anyways. So then we, we transitioned into uh, to Ashley O through Rachel. Because she has this fandom for Ashley O and all that she represents, female empowerment, which I thought was interesting because it's also a commentary about um, marketed female empowerment versus actual female empowerment. You know, like, this is the way you present yourself. And you say all these positive things, but you're also still hypersexualized in a way that maybe isn't necessarily how every woman wants to be sexualized. Right. What were your guys' thoughts on that? No, I, I definitely could see that, like, the irony behind sort of this the music industry the the pop star mm-hmm. um you know positivity discourse that we push out in the public so much but we tend to ignore you know maybe the actual human aspect of these idols or these stars mm-hmm. and how it could be to the detriment of their own mental state however they are pushing this message of a positive mental state mm-hmm. yeah I like the play on with um, this whole Hannah Montana aspect in Ashley O. I just felt like Hannah Montana was also supposed to be this positive uh, role model. She's always supposed to be smiley and with her wigs. And really, I'm sure, like Miley Cyrus, she was an actual person. Yes, she's positive, but she also can curse and also not feel like wearing a purple, shiny, glittery wig or something like that. I actually liked how they, like, played on what happened in her real life and what's going on in the show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in her other show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I found it interesting, um, kind of like you were saying, like, when she would be talking, like, on an interview, she'd be like, oh, you know, so motivational. But then, yeah, like, she's talking about being a hoe in her song, and she's wearing mm-hmm. these little outfits and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, you know, so it's interesting how, and I think that's true somewhat of, um, you know, female musicians or female artists, mm-hmm. you know, today anyway. So I think it's interesting that they did sort of bring that to the forefront as well. Yeah, and I think they do a really good job of that by even having Miley Cyrus play the character. Because yeah. at one point I was like, this is just Hannah Montana part two. This is <laughs> like what happens after Disney. But even yeah. then it was an extension of, I'm sure, what Miley dealt with mm-hmm. being with Disney. You know, yeah. there was a moment in time where we were all sort of questioning, why are all these Disney stars 
going and branching off after their shows and and doing all of these very edgy things. And I think it's because there is that sort of pressure that being under that spotlight and being under contract and being so young, Mm -hmm. you know, they wanted to portray that, I believe, in in this just alongside the other, you know, very science fiction concepts is, you know, how we idolize people and and how sometimes people just need to grow and we need to accept them as human beings instead Mm -hmm. of maybe you know making them like a product to be consumed and it's even evan rachel wood she talked about this on the armchair expert podcast about how like she's like well the disney kids had the best parties because they were crazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that is a lot of pressure to put on a child to to be wholesome and perfect when you're just getting to the age where you don't you're you're you're, well one starting to have sexual desires and Mm -hmm. you're wanting to break away from your parents and figure out who you're going to be which is what pretty much puberty is all about it's like well who am i going to be by the time i get to 18 and how insane you feel and the guilt that comes with like wanting to transition out of, of childhood so to to grow up in the spotlight and to be essentially stunted, like we see that with all of our pop stars, even Britney Spears, you know, it came maybe a little bit later, but eventually she did have her own break where it was like, this is too much pressure. This is too much work. Right. right. So that but, was kind of the dialogue. I, I definitely felt like they were they wanted to follow along with Miley. And I'm sure when they presented that that um you know the story to Miley is she was like yes yeah <laughs> I know this yeah. I can do this yeah. I've got this I've lived this life yes I definitely said some maybe without the robot things and shook my ass <laughs> really hard for about five years only for me to come back later and be like it was a phase and I don't believe it. I don't like rap music anymore <laughs> we didn't forget Miley <laughs> That's good, We've Miley. got to forgive, you know what I, I mean? I didn't say forgive. I said okay. we didn't forget. No, we oh, never she's, forget. She's being a little promiscuous again. But she's with her new to stuff. Nothing wrong promiscuous. With that. There's nothing wrong mm. with being promiscuous. Uh, the thing that I had I touched, well, well, fine. The problem that I had was that I was like, if you're going to borrow from a culture, don't later come back and be like, well, that culture actually, I'm just not here for rap music anymore. Because then it's like, okay, you are, you, definitely we're taking right. things from a culture that were not yours to begin with without really wanting to acknowledge it. And then on top of that, you were just disdainful of it once you were done with it and once you went to be a country star again. But you know what? You're young and still <laughs> learning. So we're going to, you know, we're just going to like, we're going to, we're going to see where you go. We're going <laughs> to say we're going to forgive you, but we'll see where you go, young lady. All right. Anyways, so just on top of that, that's just kind of in terms of that growth, in terms of that expansion. Like, it's nice to see that happen on the show and to uh, have that acknowledged that, yeah, Miley's gone through these things. Christina Aguilera has gone through these things. Lady Gaga has gone through these things. Britney Spears has gone through these things. Whitney Houston even went through these things. Beyonce went through these things. Uh, Ariana Grande because I think oh, that yeah. was supposed to be a lookalike in the episode with the yeah. ponytail. So I was like, see, this is really just their lives. She's so, on her yeah. way to going through her her weird transition. Yeah, you know, that so, yeah. ponytail's about just, to get. Yeah. So moral of the story: just let let these Disney stars, let these kids mm-hmm. in the spotlight. They just sometimes need to write really angsty music. And yeah, then, and also like star in. Movies that are basically about your life. So then you won't have to act 
too much and just be yourself. <laughs> and be I yourself. love that. I thought you were great as Miley. No, yeah. It was, she did a, a great job because she does understand that. It's just kind of like a star is born. <clears throat> I feel like I'm about to get in a bunch of trouble for this episode. Let's go. <laughs> Bring it on. Between my Miley Cyrus comments and my Lady Geyer comments, which are coming right now. She was able, the reason why it was such a great role for Lady Gaga is because it is Lady Gaga. <laughs> like, it's, it's yeah. Lady Gaga. It's yeah. her whole, I'm a pop princess, and now I'm a soulful country star, and now I'm going to still, like, slap my face with some meat, and now I'm going to strip <laughs> naked again. But, you know, at the same time, I can still be soulful and do that Joanne, Jolene, whatever that album was called. Jolene, I think, right? No. What no. Was it called, Joanne? Um, not sure, but I'm pretty sure Jolene is like a really it's popular country. It's from country. Dolly Parton. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was like, Jolene, uh, Jolene. Yeah. But it's Joanne. Yeah. It is. Uh, I'm guessing not, none of us really know country super well, but I appreciate it. I am genre. from Texas, so oh. I have like a So you know vague, the Jolene. I know Jolene. Jolene. Yeah. Okay. But I know a That's their anthem Parton. there, actually. Fun fact, you guys. What? No, I'm Texas? just kidding. I just made that up. Yeah, I know for a fact it's not. <laughs> it's, uh... Um, These boots remember. are made for walking. No. All right, you guys. So back to the episode. Thank you. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. Sorry, we're going. This yes. is a tangent heavy episode. So going along with it, um, we've got Jenna James in chat right now with some really interesting insights. She's talking about how Ashley throws the middle finger at the very end of the episode, which was in a, which was one of Cyrus's signature moves after she broke away from Disney, and then really hammered it home. Um, Again, when Cyrus does all of this stuff with the mouse control car as well, which is like yeah. sort of a symbol, right? Yeah, is like the Mickey Mouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, and sort of that like yeah, pest control. There's a, a lot of layers here, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I really did like that. The, um, they just kind of like I would have probably wouldn't have picked up on that because I wasn't thinking about that. But that's so true. They're kind of just giving us little teases of like yeah, when you break free of the mouse and right. I love Disney. Disney's great. I want to work for Disney someday. But that 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 does change your your. Uh, I've lost it. Whatever. Let's move on. So that's a great statement, and thank mm-hmm. you so much. The yeah, chat. thank you, Jenna. Uh, so let's get to the relationship with Miley or or Ashley O and her aunt. And I know we're getting we haven't talked about the doll yet, but we're going to get to the doll. Uh, that was such a I would I did not expect her to drug. Uh, Ashley, I'm like saying Miley. I was actually not surprised by any of that. I felt very Selena vibes going on in mm-hmm. this moment, um, with just like jealousy and this in- sense of entitlement. Like well, she was like, you know, I took you in, I made you who you are, you know, because Miley or oh, sorry, Ashley O said, look around this house, everything where we live is because of me, mm-hmm. and I felt like the manager really felt no, it's actually because of me, and I feel like a lot of managers in real life feel this way. I deserve this all. I deserve the credit. Well, what I thought was interesting about that, um, kind of on twofold, like, yeah, she's the one who's performing and yeah, you shouldn't, you should never drug your clients. <laughs> um, but at the end, she was a product that her aunt made, but I thought, and I was like, well, you know, to some extent she did make her, I mean, she was very talented or whatever, but she created a brand and she told you what to say. And that was her, her aunt's, um, kind of. And I do feel like management does that now because there's so many people where, like, they look a certain way or mm-hmm. maybe they talk a certain way. And then there's a team that says, okay, this is what the product that we're going to put put out. And that's what they turn that person into. Well, do you think, well, going off of that then, do you think that, like, 
is Beyonce just Beyonce or is Beyonce only Beyonce because of her father Matthew is um Britney only Britney because of her parents like that they wouldn't or it has to eventually be a point where it's really just them propelling well, the well t- well two things I would mm-hmm. say to that is I would say um Beyonce yes you know what I'm saying? I think she is who a person. I think it's sort of different times. Because personally, like, I love you, but I was thinking more of, like, Cardi B. There's certain people where I feel like they don't do their own music. I feel like they're very, um, and to some extent, I love Nicki Minaj, too, but Nicki, too. Some people, I know, I know, but now everybody can come get me. But there's certain people where I feel like they just feel very manufactured. Yeah. And not necessarily by a relative. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily talking about, like, a Beyonce or someone who mm-hmm. is, like, you know, from earlier times. But now a lot of new people just seem like they've been created by someone other than, like, themselves. Yeah. And maybe not even so much even their family. So, well, yeah, I I mean, just piggybacking off of that, I definitely think when it comes to the music industry and, and, you know, sort of the like top 40 of the pop um, stars of it, you know, these idols are sort of the vehicle, but the managers or management behind it is the brain Mm -hmm. to that. Uh, Just so happens in this case, the aunt, um, you know, her efforts in in sort of packaging up Ashley O's persona or Mm -hmm. brand ended up being her demise, right? With mm-hmm. the right. Ashley Q doll? Ashley Q? Ashley Q. Ashley Q? Right. Okay. T-O-O. Read that one wrong. Yeah, okay. Ashley yeah. 2 doll. Um, and uploading that consciousness, which is something, or replicating the consciousness, rather, which is something that she de- then tried to kind of mess around with as well after she put her own niece into a coma. Yeah, so let's just, let's just go right into that. And so we have the Ashley 2 doll, which is... When it's revealed that, I, I kind of actually said, right at the very beginning, oh, it's based on her actual personality. Like, like this is to the t- all the way who she is. This is the, the right. black mirror essence of the episode. Yeah. That it's not just, oh, okay, like, she said a few things into a word and or into a machine, and now it's the doll. But no, they mapped her entire right. brain. This is Ashley, and that, that has to come back and bite them in the butt. Which... Right. It, I was a little bit confused at first about as to why they were getting rid of the dolls, but then I realized that the dolls were just short-circuiting. Right. And anytime they would get revealed that Ashley was sick or ill. And so to have that reveal and then to have it actually come to life and be full Ashley... I don't know. It was kind of Chucky ask for me, but I, I I liked it. Yeah, it was it was a little far fetched. Yeah, Sorry. like no, it's so funny because in the beginning I was like, oh my gosh, a black mirror Chucky. Like that's why I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. And I was so excited, and then, and then it turned out to be a black mirror Teddy. Really, yeah. I was like that. And I was I'm feeling it. Uh, so I, right. I love that little doll. I was like, she's so cute. I she wanted an Ashley too. I want I, one. Yeah, I want one too. I mean, I was the kid with the Meowchi and the Poochie, if anyone remembers that. Uh, no? Okay. All right. <laughs> Tamagotchi. Yeah. Ooh, Tamagotchi. Okay. Yeah, but Furby? Furby. Furby. Yeah, Furby. Let's do that. Um, uh, hopefully Furbies weren't someone else's mind mapped out. That is actually terrifying, you guys. New idea for Black Mirror. You can have it. Um, think, uh, you're welcome, Black Mirror people. But... Yeah, just going on with that, I think. So they replicated her exact brain patterns or Mm -hmm. synapses, whatever you want to call it, and then they just did a blocker on it to make it positive. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not sure what science goes into that, but it was definitely 
an interesting moment when they turn that off or when Jack turned that off. And, and I was like, if you could just screaming. click delete and get rid of it. I was like, well, y'all could have worked a little bit longer on yeah. that. Because yeah. uh, that was a little too easy. Yeah. But still fun. I think I was more like Jack uh, regarding the Ashley Tudal. I thought it was toxic and unhealthy. And if I saw my sister basically becoming friends with just a robot who was this uh, kind of like this idol of hers, I would be creeped out for her and also probably throw it away. But But if it gives you rhythm, girl. (laughs) It didn't even give her rhythm. (laughs) But I think it's one of those things where it is kind of... Also, another commentary on how children of, you know, these days, I don't have a child, I don't know what's happening, huh. but uh, that they, there's a reliance on technology. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, mommy, I want to play. Oh, here, here's an iPad. Yeah. Oh, mommy, I want interaction. Oh, here, watch some TV. Oh, here, do this. Oh, here, do that. So th- there is a reliance to, to really no longer have, like, emotional, like, physical relationships yeah. with people because you can just like, I have my phone open right now I could just open it and text people and that would be it dating everywhere but no, no, it's a person, person anymore yeah. <laughs> like so it's we're kind of person though we're all mm-hmm. kind of moving away from face to face contact and how is that going to affect the next mm-hmm. generation where they don't have any social skills yeah, and but even though it ended badly, I did like the fact that, you know, it had her rehearsing and she mm-hmm. at least tried and it did have some, although corny, very motivational little saying. Yeah. yeah. Stuff. It was it wasn't a bad doll until they removed the blocker and then it was a badass she, doll. Well yeah. she was Badass. swearing a lot more than I think Ashley O's character was and that kinda of broke a little bit yeah. for me. I'm like, <laughs> you're supposed to be Ashley O's brain yeah. and she doesn't even curse like that well, yeah. she's just dropping f-bombs well, left and right especially does, when she woke up we just didn't see it yeah. because she's pretending when she, most of the time except for that well, even in the not pretending the like you know? in and the car when they were uh, going to the stadium with oh, the concert okay, okay. she was even like i feel like ashley oh real ashley oh was like man this robot is cursing you know like yeah. i think she was even surprised by the robot right well, uh, yeah and i i think that's you know if if you were to take my consciousness and put into a into a doll, you know, there's the things that I say in public, especially if the things that I say around my parents and that, then there's like what I would actually just say if I had no limits, and that would be a fucking sailor mouth right there. So that you're saying your doll stuff. would just be potty just, mouth, yeah, potty mouth, <laughs> going haywire. Word. Oh, that every. sounds terrifying. This is Chuck, the Chucky <laughs> version of all of us. Yeah. It's where that that id, not super ego, super right? ego's gone. It's just she's id. like, I just want to smoke weed and drink wine all day. Oh, that's what she really wants. That sounds like a fun doll, actually. <laughs> I might buy so. that doll. That's the adult. That's the adult doll. Yeah, the adult right. doll. Yes, yes, yes. So let's just go ahead and. Were there any final thoughts in the episode before we move into the special segment? Um, well, I did want to discuss a little bit about holographic stuff. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Did we want to talk about that now or later? Let's talk about it right now. Okay. Because yeah. I got some examples of holographic stuff. Like so you mentioned Tupac? <laughs> yeah, like you mentioned Tupac. Terrifying. Um, I also found... Uh, researching into this, you know, just replicating likeness, there was another movie called The Congress, which was early yeah. 2000s, mm-hmm. where, you know... Uh, mid-2000s. Mid-2000s. Yeah. Um, an actress, played by Robin mm-hmm. Wright, she signs off her physical likeness, and they it's, it's a huge commentary, and it's just related along the line. So if you want suggested further viewing on these kinds of topics... I've seen The Congress, and I'll say this. It is that same commentary until about... 
40 minutes in and then it changes to a completely different movie. It's, so just to yeah. give you that heads up, it's that a little it's something else. Yeah, I, I've seen it as well. It's a little like uh, experimental. Mm-hmm. It's like part animated. But I thought that was interesting if you want to branch out into that as well. Um, also, we've seen this with Carrie Fisher in Star Wars, how she's just coming back from mm-hmm. the dead. And, and it's, you know, rip, Carrie, we love you. Um, but the we've CGI. been seeing the CG mm-hmm. and, and just going along with that. Um, I just recently covered the Jordan Peele's, you know, Twilight Zone, and we mm-hmm. had Rod Serling mm-hmm. as well being replicated. So we're seeing oh, really? these things in <laughs> right. real life. Yeah, in the final yeah. episode, we saw Rod Serling come out, and they actually had three different guys, one to do the face, one to do mm-hmm. the body, and one to do a voice. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. they, there we go. <laughs> that actually scared me. And they replicated like, his appearance. Fine. And so we're starting to see this today. And, um, you know, I think... I think that Black Mirror is good in that way mm-hmm. where they do that. We also have a holographic pop star from Japan. Her name is Hatsune Miku, and oh, she's yeah, actually perfect. opened for Lady Gaga. So these are all real-life things, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm getting some concerned looks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is scary. Scary corner. You're yes. welcome. Yes, yes, yes. Also yes. music corner. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, also, Bob Marley should be going on tour as well, his hologram. And I'm looking forward to it. Who, who's getting paid for that? Um, Live Nation was discussing it, mm-hmm. and and some other bigger company, not bigger, big company and as well. And who signed off the like to use his likeness? It's, it's it's still up for not debate. That's not the All word. Right. Laws. Still in the works. It's still okay. in the works, but it should be for the summer of 2021. Mm. All right, but coming up. But interesting. I'm, not, I'm not religious, but but the tell essence. us how you feel. <laughs> tell essence. us how you feel. Yeah. The soul, the essence. Yeah. Oh, don't do that to me. Just let me be dead. Just scary stuff. Folks. Set my body on fire and send it out to sea. All right, <laughs> yeah, the special true. segment. And then All righty, the special segment. Okay. All righty. Oh. <laughs> Short and sweet. All right. Okay, so the picture that should be coming up is one of Kimberly. Um, Jernigan. And basically, she was in a virtual reality um, game called Second Life. Mm-hmm. And she had a relationship in there with, uh, you know, she had a boyfriend in the um, in the game. And I think they met once, like, in person. And you know how it goes when you take it out of the app. It's never the same. And so he did not want to, um, he actually, I think, lived in Delaware. He did not want to be with her. And so she came obsessed, as we do, with our um, cyber relationships. And she was so taken aback because he broke up with her just randomly in the game and all of that. So she goes back and she first tries to kidnap him from his workplace mm-hmm. um, at gunpoint. And then, but he escapes. And so she goes home and she turns out she's um, a postal worker. So she goes back to Delaware because he moves and everything and he's not in the game anymore. And so she goes back to Delaware and pretends, well, basically she just puts on her post post office uniform and like is kind of walking around trying to find out where he lives and she finds out where he lives and for some reason now this part of the story i found very intriguing she decided to go up and uh, when she's going to kidnap him and she brought her dog so she came she found out where he lived she broke into his apartment she was waiting there for her dog and then i guess when he came home he realized someone had broken into his place and he like ran away and she ran away and then the police came to the apartment and found that she had left the dog in the apartment duct taped because i guess clearly he was barking because he's a dog Poor puppy. so um yeah you know so be careful on your virtual reality relationship so she has a post 
office uniform. Well, she, she worked. She was supposed oh, she to wear worked? Oh. in where where I um wherever she lived. He was in a different state, and okay. so where mm-hmm. she was, she was a postal worker, and so she just went to like his area and kind of like, you know, yeah. So made she's way into the post office, like mm-hmm, like that's how she was able to locate him. Right. She's well, putting the yeah. meaning okay. to yes. well, another meaning to yeah. going postal. Nope. She's but just being a stereotype. But don't be a stereotype. Um, just to, we're gonna shoot right through because I know we're gonna go a little bit over. But uh, top three of of Easter eggs for this episode. So with Rachel, Jack, and Ashley too, uh, she actually starts singing the "Anyone Who Knows What Love Is" is sung by Ashley. I think it might have been during the piano scene. She might be making reference to that. And then she's admitted to San Junipero Hospital, Hospital, which is referenced in San Junipero and also the Black Museum. Uh, Oh, wait. Was it the Black Museum? It's referenced. It's uh, Yeah, it's in Black Museum and I think one other episode where they talk about it. Yeah, definitely. And then lastly, uh, Tusk, the, the, the... I think he's, like, the guy who interviews her, or he's, like, talking about her and how she's in a coma. He's from Hate It From The Nation. He was, like, a, a rapper that was featured in that. Right. Um, I I know Hate It From The Nation's about bees, but it's been forever since I've seen it. So go check it out and remind me what well, who he was in that. All right. So I think that wraps up... <clears throat> excuse me. That episode... <laughs> Um, this wraps up this episode of the Black Mirror After Show and After Buzz TV. Thank you guys so much for tuning in Thank for this you. season. It was short and sweet, and we'll be back probably next year uh, <laughs> with a whole nother three episodes to talk about. I'm Adrienne Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I was Adrienne Snow. And where can they follow you all? All right, you guys. I'm Erica Edwards. You can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A, D as in door, Edwards. And I'm Angelica Trey. You can find me on most social media, A-Trey, A-Y-Y-T-R-A-E, and Instagram at Angelica Trey. Hey, guys, it's been fun. You can find me on Instagram at Paris Rose, Paris with two R's. All right. Thank you much. Thank you much. Thank you so much for tuning in for this season, and we'll see you in 2020. Ciao for Bye now. Now. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.